Hold on tight, beginner's mind. The wheel is spinning too fast to make your move. The worst must be assumed. Oh, how they'll try to pull and pry away what you know now. Beat and beat it out. Leave a drum that makes no sound. A snuff film on a jumbotron for all. Howdy, friends. 
Welcome to this special double feature of the virtual campfire. My name is Mark. I'll be your camp host for the night. Welcome! Uh, the reason I chose to do a double header tonight is because this next particular episode of the virtual campfire that I'm about to play is pretty short. And it's just me. And my voice already dominates so prevalently on this new Open Lines radio station. And I just kind of wanted to sneak this one in, maybe while no one was even listening. And I probably could have even skipped it, but a lot of what I talk about in it regarding my thoughts on Hobo Safe Camp still ring true for the Open Lines Radio. I um, <clears throat> I put a lot of time and effort, years, into uh, the Hobo Safe Camp project, which is why I wanted to, why we do this because like a lot of it wasn't just me. A lot of people contributed to the Hobo Safe Camp project, and I want to make sure that those voices continue to be heard, even though. Hobo Safe Camp, um, as a concept, I guess it still exists, but as uh, an, an entity kind of doesn't. It's just kind of a shell. But that's okay, because it's evolved into something new. It's evolved into this open lines. And a lot of the passion, the passion that I had for the Hobo Safe Camp project isn't gone. And I had to put it somewhere. So this is where it's going at the moment, is here into open lines. And I wanted to hear you... Um, hear me talk about Hobo Safe Camp because as I listened back to it the other day I realized that I still have a lot of those same feelings but to this Open Lines Radio and I want to give you a better understanding of the kind of fuel inside me that's powering this vessel and what is this vessel? It's this, it's Open Lines Radio you're listening to it right now um, be sure to join uh, my favorite person on the planet Holly and myself on Sunday nights every Sunday night including this coming Sunday night for Open Lions with Holly and Mark. We've got some cool guests already lined up for Sunday. It's going to be kind of a topicless week, and uh, but you know what? It never really is topicless. Synchronicities always occur, and the people that are going to come on, even just the short little conversations, limited conversations I've had with them, I'm already realizing that this is kind of going to be about spiritual awakening this, this current, this, this Sunday's episode. So if you've had a recent, not even recent. If you had, if if you want to talk about your spiritual awakening, send me a DM on Instagram to out Art Bell is dead, or email me at artbellisdead at gmail .com and let's get you connected to the show and let's talk about it on Sunday night. On Monday, I can't wait for you to hear Monday's episode of the Monday mixtape. We're going to be having a listening party for the Pneumonia EP by the incredible band Rosie Copacetic. They'll be there. They'll be breaking down some of their songs for us. And they're just such delightful people. So be sure to tune in on Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific to hear some songs that you really, really need in your life. Okay, I want to just go ahead and get this thing started. Because I think you're... I, I just, like I said, I feel like my voice is already so prevalent on this project. And, and I hope you're not already getting sick of it because you're going to hear a lot more of it, especially in the next 15 minutes. And and listen, if you have an idea for a show and you want to put a show on Open Lines Radio, please, please, please get in contact with me and let's get, make that happen. It doesn't have to be live. You can record it on your own time and we can air it live. So, Or we can do it live. Either way, however you want to do it, get in touch with me and let's get as many powerful, unheard voices heard. Get your voice heard. We'll put it out there. Just... Come, come consistent. Come once a week, and let's put out an hour to three hour show. Just let me know. All right. This thing also. This thing is going to end before 9 p.m. So if you're listening for the double feature, 
there's going to be a little bit, a little short break until 9 p.m. when the next one starts. So don't don't freak out. This one's going to end. The second one will start at nine. You get a little bit of a chance to go go uh, get comfortable, get a glass of wine, get your smoke a joint, uh, get some tea, whatever you do to unwind at the end of the day, because uh, the next episode is going to blow your mind too. So, all right, this episode originally aired on May 25th, 2016. It's crazy that it's been that long. Um, but without further ado, let the universal love that shines on all of us blanket you as you pick up the tin can telephone and listen to this message from me of hope. Mark? Yes, Mark? Ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all alone, ain't got no one to love me, no place to call my home. Maybe I should start by talking about Hobo Safe Camp, um, about the idea of Hobo Safe Camp and the tentative future of Hobo Safe Camp. I've been obsessed with the idea of Hobo Safe Camp for about 10 years. I had come across a bunch of symbols that hobos use to communicate with each other, um, and if you came across a camp with this Hobo Safe Camp symbol, uh, you knew that you could probably find something to eat, uh, you could sleep for the night without worrying about the cops chasing you away, <laughs> and you know, you just at least had like one night uh, with at least your anxiety reduced a little bit. And and I, since I've always been kind of drawn to groups that, uh, how can I put it, uh, I've always been drawn to stray dog packs. The groups I belong to don't usually form from common interest, but more like because we don't fit into any other group. So we're a diverse group because we all possess a common pain that comes mandatory with being rejected, but... You know, we're not necessarily from the same walks of life, but, I mean, that pain that comes from rejection, that's a strong bond, man. I mean, <laughs> that's how thats how I see Hobo Safe Camp. Like, right now, our online community is slowly growing, and the crazy thing is is that I'm witnessing the manifestation of Hobo Safe Camp as a physical place, you know, where people can recharge in safety as they pass through life. So it's been this really cool thing to see, but, you know... Right now, Hobo Safe Camp exists mostly as a hashtag in the ethers, and that's okay too, you know, as long as we're finding each other, because uh, it's in this reunion of energy that we find the essence of joy. So, I mean, I, I don't really believe in the idea of individual souls. I don't think that when we leave our bodies after death that we retain any of our physical characteristics like we're no longer male or female we no longer have a name uh, we don't even have thoughts because thoughts require the brain i mean essentially our physical bodies are fueled by energy and so so like when we're when we're visited by uh you know family members who have passed and when we can feel these people close to us and watching over us it's not i don't think it's necessarily um them as an individual, but it's more their energy trying to reconnect with your energy. And so their energy is swirling around you because it's trying to reunite. And so that's as you go through life with these feelings of 
of these people guiding you and being there for you, it's true. They are. It's this energy that's surrounding you waiting for you to join it. So, so like our bodies are fueled by energy. So where this, there, this energy is fueling us. It's like all living things are fueled by this same energy. And this energy doesn't necessarily have a consciousness. Like it's not so much, I don't believe it's self-aware. Um, it doesn't care what color your skin is. It doesn't even care if you're a human or if you're a cockroach. It just floats through the air waiting to be absorbed. And this is why we should strive to make the planet as hospitable as possible. Our energy isn't going anywhere. Once you die, your energy is just going to absorb into the closest object in reach that requires energy. And This is why it's terrifying for me to die in a hospital where my energy could just be absorbed into the fluorescence. I know, trapped in vapor behind glass. And even this is just my ego talking. Once the brain no longer functions and my ego becomes obsolete information on an unreadable disk, why does it matter where my energy goes? Why should I, Mark, the person, care where the energy goes next? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because... Human energy is being sucked into the machine instead of other living, breathing entities. This is why people are so scattered. It used to be that when a person died, the nearest energy receptacle was another human or an animal or plants or trees or a weed or, you know, something living. But these days, the closest energy receptacle is probably the TV. There's one in every room. And now, I mean, Eve, it's, it's, you know, your phone. Like, what happens? How much of, of your phone is, is sucking in that energy? When, uh, when my grandmother passed away, I was the only person in the room. Uh, she was looking me deep in the eyes. I was the sole receptacle of her energy. I wasn't even supposed to be there. I mean, it was my aunt's birthday, and uh, we stopped in unannounced to visit and but when i walked in uh we found my grandma unconscious in her bed uh she was surrounded by friends and neighbors and after a few minutes of introductions and pleasantries i found myself alone in the room with her everyone had gone to stretch their legs and give me a private moment with her it was then that she opened her eyes stared at me deep and serious gritted her teeth, and passed. I don't talk too much about that night, but since this podcast is about talking with other people about their open, vulnerable moments, I'll take my turn. Um, And I'm not sure if the message I received at that moment was real or if it was just something that I made up, but I don't think it really matters. It was the catalyst of my spiritual journey. And... That message was that none of this shit is real. None of the bullshit that human beings have focused so strongly on since we crawled out of the swamp means dick. Your religion, that person's religion, that guy over there's religion, that woman's lack of religion, none of it, none of it matters. Because we are all just energy-powering bodies. And the more of the natural world that we wipe off the face of the planet the fewer viable natural bodies are available to receive our energy. And then we die as we've lived, slaves to the system. Power for the machine. You know, nothing more, nothing less. But it doesn't have to be that way. There is hope.
Unfortunately, most things end at hope, but at least we have hope, right, to make us feel better about our eventual demise. No, 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 no. I'm not going to think like that. You're not going to think like that. But it's hard. I know it's hard when there's an entire generation who are dead set on taking it all with them, who want to destroy everything on their way out. And, you know, I worry about the younger generations who are going to have to rebuild rather than reform, but at least there's hope. And the only way for hope to manifest is by increasing our energy. And that starts through communities like Hobo Safe Camp or through your own groups, organizations, family, friends. Always remember that you're not alone. You no longer have that excuse. You just stick out your thumb and you catch your eye on Christ consciousness. You tap into that higher vibration and become source. So what is Christ consciousness? Or, I like, or as I like to call it, I like to call it Christ frequency. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's tuning into the frequency of Christ. But what does that mean, Mark? I can hear you asking. Be chill, hobos. I'm about to tell you. Let's start with the word Christ. When I speak of Christ's frequency, I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the manifestation of the Christ figure through time. Jesus was simply one incarnation. Now, we're not seeing the Christ frequency manifest physically so much anymore, and this is because we are already in the beginning phases of the apocalypse. Uh, we're, we're not literally going to see four horsemen blazing through the skies, but what we are going to see is the complete suffocation of the Christ frequency through conquest, war, famine, tribulation. You know, the four horsemen aren't real, but what they represent is, absolutely. But... You will never be ready for end times if you're reading the Bible literally. You're looking for the wrong things. You're missing the actual shift from Pisces to Aquarius. We're in it. You can't see it because we're in it and you're looking in the wrong places. It's like reading a fable and discounting the message because you're neither the rabbit nor the hare. It's, it's, you're looking for Jesus the man to lead you to eternal salvation. You've missed the point. Christ is the life force. It's the regenerative energy that powers everything. It's rebirth. It's resurrection. It's the continuation of energy through time. Not the physical body. The physical body is only the temporary holding cell for universal energy. So whether you believe Jesus was the actual walking, talking son of God, or whether you believe he was just a man, or whether you believe he's just the protagonist in tabloid fiction, it doesn't matter. It's a manual for reaching the Christ frequency. The actions of Jesus written in the scriptures are examples to help us reach the Christ frequency. I mean, start with Jesus driving the money makers from the temple. As long as money is involved, you can't reach Christ frequency. You cannot pay money to reach salvation. You have to do the work. This is also where bullshit walks. If you spend your day consumed with money, and making more money, and daydreaming about more money, and ignoring your family to spend more time finding money, you will never reach the Christ frequency. But I'm not naive. I mean, I realize money is a necessity, but it's part of the landscape. It's not part of the experience. In every transition that you make, or thought that you have regarding money, uh, take a second and think to yourself, is this something that absolutely requires the exchange of money? 
At first, you're going to find yourself reassuring yourself that yes, using money is the only way to live. But I assure you, over time, if you continue to ask yourself this through the day, you'll start to see what I mean. You'll realize that money isn't what is necessary. You can actually do a lot more with love than you thought you could. You can do this with all the stories of the New Testament. Stop looking at them literally and figure out the universal message that you can apply to your life right now to achieve a higher consciousness. You don't need to go to church to find it. You just need to stop thinking that your human body holds any sort of special individual soul. Because you don't. When our present physical bodies eventually fall into decay, because they all do, our energy will be released to rejoin the universal energy system. This doesn't mean that you aren't special. You are. We are each an individual with an important responsibility. But it's not about the personal salvation of your meat body. It's about the eternal salvation of everything. We each have to do everything possible to create a harmonic, universal frequency so that as our energy joins back into the whole before dividing and seeking a new home, that we return to a pure, pollution-free ether. Your job is to do the right thing. Nothing more, nothing less. In other words, your negative vibes are fucking shit up for all of us, man, because we are all one energy, so stop fighting it. Embrace it. Tune to it. How do we tune to it? With vibration, with sound, by action and words, by impacting the actual vibrations of the air. You can't do it in silence. You can't do it without action. You have to speak the words. You have to live the words. You have to put positive vibrations into the air, then actually do the positive things you say that you do. And what are these words? Well, they're any and all positive words. Words that bring the universe in harmony with itself. You know the words. Words that make you and everyone around you feel good. Those words. And you can't just speak them. Like I said, you have to live them. The motions you make also impact your surrounding vibrational field. So fill them with good intention as well. Make everything you do a positive action. Supercharge the world around you with sunshine, with singing birds, with rainbows. Get out there, find your beginner's mind, and see the universe as a kid again. Really see it. Really feel it. Because you aren't alone. You are everything. You are everything. When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you 